It's the Indian Saturday MV edition. I'm Erica Boston. In this episode, we're talking Showtime's Homeland, the DC Shorts Film Festival, and more. It was recorded live on Weera 96.7 during the Rogers Review with Dean Rogers on August 19th. Enjoy the show. One bit of housekeeping first. In the Homeland story, we incorrectly reported that two women are nominated this year for Emmys in the Outstanding Directing for a Drama Series category. There are three. We regret the error. I have, once again, a guest who was with us a while back, and we are so glad to have her back. In fact, coming up is the Indie Insider News Plus Commentary from an indie filmmaker's perspective. Coming to you the third Saturday of the month, and guess what? It is the third Saturday of the month. So, here to take it off is the wonderful, the talented, the EB. we got Erica Boston. Erica, how you doing? I'm great, Dean. How are you? I am doing well. It's wonderful to have you back here at TRR Radio. Thank you. So, hey, everyone. Showtime's Emmy Award-winning series Homeland wants you. Homeland is hiring local crews and support services for its upcoming season, the seventh season, which films in Virginia. They're also casting for principal actors. The bulk of season seven will be filmed in the Richmond area with shooting set to begin in mid-September. So you can visit film.virginia.org for more details. So you're saying I can actually go be on another show once again? You can. You can put those acting skills to use, and they're doing castings through a site, but when you go to film.virginia.org, you can get more information on how how your agent could submit for you. So, Dean, in recent years, you know, Virginia's been home to series like AMC's Turn yep. and PBS's Mercy Street. The indie film Loving was also shot there. Ah, uh, yes, I remember that film. Yes. You know, Ruth Nega, the lead actress in Loving, mm-hmm. she was nominated for an Academy Award That's this year. That's right, yes. Yes, and the Virginia Film Office is community communications manager, Margaret Finucane. She says the state is being strategic with its tax incentives. They're, they're being very strategic by focusing on series and indie films. So I got to ask the question, why is that significant? Well, on a series, crew members can work steadily for six to eight months. Oh. That means they don't have to leave their families for a job in the industry. They mm-hmm. don't have to leave this region and they can hone their skills daily. Having that well-trained crew base attracts feature films. So Loving was an indie feature that was shot for $6 million. Mm. Now, these things all stimulate tourism and economic development for the state. Well, that's pretty interesting. So how does it impact the Commonwealth financially? Film production was responsible for nearly 4,000 jobs and $616 million in uh, state and local taxes in 2015. But, you know, these deals don't happen overnight. It's relationship-based, and there's a lot of uh, conversations that go into making these things happen. So Mm -hmm. according to the film office, Lincoln took eight years. Wait a minute. Eight Eight years? Eight years, Dean. Eight years. Can you imagine? I cannot imagine to take... (laughs) that long to get a film together. Yes. So Homeland was much faster by comparison. It took about one year to uh, solidify the deal for the series to come here. Mm -hmm. So so two fun facts, Dean. Homeland's Mm -hmm. director, Leslie Linka Gladder, is up for an Emmy. Nice. She's nominated for Outstanding Directing for a Drama Series. She's one of two women nominated in the category this year. Mm -hmm. And the Emmys will air next month on CBS. Okay, excellent. Well, I got to look forward to the Emmys definitely next month. Definitely. And the second fun fact, Mm -hmm. 
An Oval Office replica helped lure Homeland to Virginia. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they had this uh, set that looks like the Oval Office because, you know, it's not easy to get in there to the to the White House and uh, mm-hmm. for filming in the Oval Office. Uh, you can forget it, I'm sure. Especially right now. <laughs> Especially now, given the climate uh, and the attitude toward the arts. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So it was a previously built set that Virginia kept mm-hmm. and they were able to offer it up in case Homeland wants to use it. Well, that's good to hear. Now, if we can only convince the people of Scandal to film their final season in Virginia instead of out of Los Angeles. You know, that would be awesome to have them in the area. Maybe uh, Shonda Rhimes and and team will hear this and Mm -hmm. make something happen quickly. (laughs) Absolutely. And I now know that the DC Shorts Film Festival is coming up in just a few short weeks. It is. So everyone, put the DC Shorts Film Festival on your radar. It's 11 days more than 100 films. I want to say even more than 150. I don't have the exact number handy, but there are more than 100 plus parties, workshops, networking events. You can chat with filmmakers about their work. There are even free lunchtime series if you work in D.C. and want to binge some short films on your break. So Mm -hmm. great storytelling is key here. I chatted with programming director Joe Melancio, who says, don't be surprised when selections go on to garner more acclaim. Two years ago, DC Shorts had the world premiere of Stutterer, Mm -hmm. which later won the Oscar for Best Live Action Short Film. That's great. Yeah. So here's Joe talking about award-winning shorts. But I think it shows that the films we select are really good quality films. They're not only going to go on to win Oscars, but, you know, many of them win awards at major film festivals. We've won awards at Sundance. We've won awards, you know, our films won awards at Tribeca. Clement Ferrand, which is a you know the biggest short film festival, Palm Springs, and a lot of them actually start their circuit here. So we're you know we're very fortunate that things do go on to to do great things, and we love to feel like we're a little part of that. Joe says there are 20 local filmmakers screening this year. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit of him talking about why short films matter. That's a good question. Joe, take it away. You really have to be a great storyteller to set, to tell a succinct story in a short amount of time. And I think the, the misnomer is that these are people who can't make features. Well, to me, the craft of short filmmaking is really difficult and as difficult, if not more, than telling a story in 80 minutes. DC Shorts kicks off on September 7th. Awesome. So, Dean, filmmakers also use short films as their calling cards because the shorter format makes it less risky to experiment creatively. Shorts often get expanded into feature films. So, Damien Chazelle's Whiplash, that was released as a short film first. Mm -hmm. Even the horror Lights Out was a short. Wow. And I heard that you have a new short in the works, right? Tell us about The Trying Times. Yes. Yeah, so The Trying Times is uh, an experimental drama. After an argument brings recurring issues to the surface, a couple must face some harsh realities about their marriage. Do they move forward? Do they end it? People have really responded to the script, and we're really excited to bring this to the screen. There's some uh, improvisation involved, which is awesome to work with the actors, and I'm producing and directing this. We did some preliminary shooting here in Arlington at a gorgeous location, Mm -hmm. Dwell at Latitude. It's a corporate rental, but it's really more like a hotel. I'm telling you, they have gorgeous contemporary um, decor, and we we went with them because they're just awesome, an awesome team. We really wanted to highlight gorgeous spaces and creative talent in the region, and you can check them out. Visit dwellwithus.com is their site, and that's dwell, D-W-E-L, with us, 
Com. Awesome. We can't wait. And I want to say congratulations. Since the last time you were on, you were elected to the Women in Film and Video. Yes, thank you. I am a board member of WIF, and WIF has the Local War film series coming at the Arlington Draft House. But that's going to be kicking off next month, and we'll definitely be talking more about it in the weeks to come. Awesome. Thank you very much, Erica, and we hope you stop by again. Thank you, Dean. That's all for this edition. Visit TheIndieInsider.com for more episodes.